Claire, Henry, and their grandmother stared in disbelief at the darkening painting. The once happy and busy marketplace was now nearly empty as the villagers rushed to find shelter from the approaching storm. We have to go back and help them, Claire cried. Her grandmother placed a hand on her shoulder. I'm afraid it's too dangerous now, my dear. The magic is too unstable. But we can't just let Eliana and everyone else disappear, Henry said. Isn't there anything we can do? The grandma thought for a moment, and then all of a sudden, her eyes lit up. Well, there might just be a way. Remember, back when I first made this painting, I used enchanted paints from a wizard shop. And if we could find where he is now, perhaps he could re-enchant it. There was a glimmer of hope in the children's hearts as they quickly asked her to describe the shop and what the wizard looked like. And their grandmother told them, Well, everything I remember was from such a long time ago. His name was, um, Merlin. It was Merlin, that's what it was, she suddenly recalled. The sign above his shop said, Merlin's Magical Emporium. But it was in a different town and it was... It was many miles from here. Claire and Henry both knew what they had to do. They quickly packed their backpacks with snacks and supplies, and they set off down the road in search of the wizard in his magic shop. Their grandmother waved them off and wished them luck. Good luck, kids. If your parents ask where you are, well, I don't know, I'll think of something. Their grandmother knew their quest was dangerous, but she also knew... They were the painting's only hope. There was a whole other world that depended on them. Claire and Henry walked for hours, stopping only to rest and look at the map their grandmother had drawn for them. And finally, just as the sun was beginning to set, they arrived in the next town. And it was a little bit larger than the town they lived in with twisting streets and towers peeking over sloped rooftops. Claire wondered out loud, wow, where do we even start looking? The thought of finding one shop in a town they had never even been to seemed impossible. And did Merlin's shop even exist anymore? Was he even alive anymore? It was decades ago when their grandmother first met him. She could hardly even remember his name. And as they stood, wondering which way to go, they heard a voice calling out, hey, you two look like you're a little lost. Can I help you find something? They turned to see a girl about their age smiling kindly at them. Claire quickly explained what they were doing on their quest. We're looking for Merlin's magical emporium. Does that name mean anything to you? And the girl said, Merlin? Well, of course. I know just where he is. In fact, he lives deep in the woods behind our house. If you follow me, I'll take you to him. Claire and Henry were overjoyed. They couldn't believe their luck. So they followed the girl through the winding streets until they arrived at her house. And when they got there, the girl pointed to her backyard and said, those are the woods where he lives. Now, no one has ever actually seen his house. All we know is it is way back there. So you might have to search for a while, but if you really need to find him, The forest will show you the way. Claire and Henry knew they had to be brave. They couldn't stop now. They had already come so far. 
So they thanked the girl and began walking into the woods. And as they trudged into the forest, Claire shouted back, Thanks so much for your help. Um, what was your name? And the girl shouted back, Nora. The name is Nora. So after hiking through dense trees and over a river and through a cave, they finally found a small house nestled between the trees. And in front of the house was a mailbox that just had one word on it. Merlin. Well, this must be it, said Henry as he ran up to the front door and knocked. And through the window, they could see shelves lined with jars of paints, stacks of canvas, and all kinds of artistic tools and wands that they could only assume were used for magic. And then they saw an old man with a long white beard as he came to the door muttering spells and holding two vials of bubbling potions. And the wizard looked up and said, Oh, yeah, I haven't had visitors here since... Well, I've never had visitors here. However, did you children find me? Oh, well, we met a girl named Nora who told us you were back here deep in the woods, said Claire. Oh, yes, dearest Lady Nora. Well, if you found me here, it must mean you truly need my help, or the forest wouldn't have shown you the way. Whatever can I help you with, children? Claire and Henry explained everything to Merlin as he listened closely, stroking his beard. Ah, hmm, yes, yes, I see. The kids described the painting, the enchanted paints, in the world that was now in danger. And Merlin frowned. Yes, I do vaguely recall your grandmother and the paints I sold her those many, many years ago. But re-enchanting those paints will not be easy, even for me. Claire and Henry begged Merlin to try, and the old man sighed. <sighs> Seeing how desperate the children were, he gave in and said, Very well, let's be off. The wizard packed up potions and paints and spell books, and then the three of them hurried back to their grandmother's house just in time to see the storm that was descending on the painting's world. Merlin got to work mixing enchantments into new paints. Oh dear, Merlin, do you really think you'll be able to help us? said their grandmother. Time will tell, madam. Time will tell. Claire, Henry, and their grandmother watched anxiously as Merlin worked to restore the magic to the painting. And the storm raged viciously, threatening to destroy the entire marketplace. And as the last enchanted strokes were painted back onto the painting, a tense hush fell over the room. They collected their breath, hoping that the magic would return. And slowly... Miraculously, the dark clouds began to disappear, and the wind died down to a gentle breeze as the villagers came out from their shelters, and the bustle of the marketplace slowly came back to life. Claire pressed her hand to the painting with relief washing over her. Thank you, she whispered, and in the marketplace, Eliana waved back. 
the magic had been brought back to the painting and there would be many more visits and adventures now that the two worlds were connected once more. Do you ever find yourself wondering when the next episode is going to come out for the Storyland podcast? I know they don't come out as much as we all want them to, but if you want to be the first to know about when the next story is going to drop, all you got to do is follow us on Instagram or Facebook, or just go to storyland.show and you'll find links to all the different places online where you can listen and watch and even leave a comment and make suggestions about other story ideas that you might have. Just go to storyland.show. Or again, you can follow us on Facebook or Instagram. Just search for Storyland, all one word, podcast. Storyland podcast, and you should be able to find us there. Thanks again for listening, and I'll talk to you next time.